This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. What's up, everybody? It's Richie, Post-America Podcast. We're back. Today, we got an old friend of ours, drummer from Wisdom and Chains. He was on quite a few times in the past, and we figured we'd get a little update. Luke, how you doing? I'm all right. <laughs> lots changed. Lots changed. Yeah, it's been a long time since you came on. Usually, you, oh, you were on in person, sitting at the table, eating with uh, us, yeah. hanging out. Yeah, I practice. missed that. I missed that. Look at the world we're in now. Yeah, it's a different Real place. fucking world. And you have, you're one of the very few people who have worked through this whole pandemic. There was no time uh, you were off, was there? Or am I wrong? No, um, no. I mean, as, as pretty much no. I, I almost, I, I, I only missed like, uh, I would say, and not because of this, but I only missed like two or three days only because in, in you know, uh, going between job sites, you know? Yeah, you would probably miss that normally with or without the pandemic. Oh, uh, probably. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah that's what but I'm you, saying. You worked, so, it, you worked it and slow up at all. Uh, no, because of the city did. The city, for my company, the city did slow down. It actually got shut down like everything else for like, uh, I would say like three months. And then, you know, it's it picked up for a couple jobs only only because of old contracts. But um, So, so you, you kept working due to the, the airport? Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So that's 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 pretty much where I've been working the whole time uh, since it started. So Back since it started, from- working in, in in New York City every day, <clears throat> the airport every day, busy people coming in and out from even China. Anybody you work with get sick or or, or die anything or no? Not particularly on the jobs I was on, but yeah, th- there was a couple jobs that did get shut down for for that reason. I was never in the, on those jobs though, but I, you know, you know, through the grapevine, they got shut down. Have you gotten tested? But only for like a fucking day, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, it shut down and maybe for like a half a day and then it'll pick back up. They shut it down for another full day and then it was back on, you know what I'm saying? Cause like they were testing people in and out of the jobs. So you get tested before you go in, you know, you get tested uh, a lot as far as like a fever. Um, yeah. Right now on this one, we do like a, a, a sign-in thing on online through the phone app, um, through this app called Skill Signal. But but through certain areas, you get checked in, like going through TSA, you'll get like a fever check, you know. But have you ever got the real test with the with the Q-tip? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, once for no fucking reason. But uh, yeah, I did, I did it. Yeah, just to make <laughs> people happy. <laughs> did they like gag you or what? It looks like the most horrible thing. It sucks. And and first of all, they're like, and they're like, oh, we don't need nothing from you. All you need to do is book an appointment. So I'm like, fuck it, no doubt. And they do one like near, um, uh, up in like uh, near Shore Road over there and like uh, close to City Island. And um, it's called Glen Island. They had this whole place shut down for COVID. And um, so I just booked an appointment and drove there. But then they start calling me up and then fucking texting me like, oh, we need your address. We need this. We need that. I'm like, what the fuck? I wanted to just cancel it. But, uh, you know, mm. I went through with it and that's it. You came back negative. 
Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? Then the next day you could get sick. What's the point? Mm, that's true. You know. Now, what do you think? Uh, a New York City guy, your city got shut down. It's still one of the more st- strict areas in the country, right, New York? Uh, I would say so, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, in, in the country, yeah. Do you think that any of these, at this point in the game, any of these restrictions are, are helping, saving lives, or what do you think? <laughs> Man, you don't want to hear my fucking opinion, bro. Um, saving lives? I guess. I mean, I'm not, you know, not going to downplay it. I, I don't really know the answer to that. I mean, I would say maybe it possibly could have. Um, mm. I think the way this fucking government is going about it, at first, maybe was the right move, but we're going into nine months now. You know what I'm saying? Like, is this really helping? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I haven't got sick since since fucking like before New Year's. You know what I'm saying? We did that whole tour, uh, which was which felt like yesterday. That was a while ago. That was last February. What a yeah. what a great time! I, I still have memories. I, I laid in my I lay in my bed and just think like, wow, I, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I just like hear a song and I and I just start to sweat because I pictured myself on stage and and this, you know me, man. The music takes over my soul and, and I'm miserable and deep down I'm miserable. Miserable because you, know? you no more playing or what? Yeah, I I just totally think it's bullshit. I mean, I mean, look what they're doing to the to the small business to the restaurants. Like you could, you could, you got half capacity. Um, you 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 walk in with a mask. You sit down at a table. Hey, take your mask off because you're sitting down. But when you get up, when the bathroom's two feet from you, you got to wear a mask. Does that make fucking sense? To me, it doesn't. To me, it doesn't. To me, it doesn't. I mean, uh, uh, you know, they want you want they they want you to be respectful for others to yourself by wearing a mask. Yeah, this and that. But why don't you respect the people that need to fucking survive? You know, you're shutting their business down. Have some respect for them having to pay these fucking rents in New York City. Have some respect for bringing money home to their families. Like, what's where's the respect in that? I mean, what is the hardest hit? What could it be at this point? Venues, any live music venues? That's there's no live music. They, they, I almost went to a live music, just, just not even a hardcore show. Just, just I wanted to see. I mean, I did see one band, but they were they were in the fucking trees, nowhere near the people. But I mean, you you still heard them. But it's like, dude, it's like they shut down every fucking thing in like matter of minutes. Like, oh, it's still going on. It's still going on. Oh, you know what? Boom, two o'clock. The show's at four. Yo, we canceled the show. Because of, of new rules. Like, what? Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, so I, I just, uh, I'm not feeling it. I, I think it's wrong. You know, if, if you could have sports, you could play on a team full of people. Hey, listen, man, if you don't feel comfortable, stay the fuck home. I, I have no, I'm not downplaying the virus. I'm downplaying what these people are doing to say, to say, like, this is the safe way to go about it. Like, I see motherfuckers in their car. With a mask on by themselves. I mean, could you get a grip or no? You know what I mean? I, 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 is, is that I see people, little kids on bikes outside with masks on. That's not safe, man. In my eyes, it's not. I don't know. You know, I did that once. I, I left the grocery store with the max and uh, I jumped right. in the car, started driving. I got like <laughs> a couple hundred yards and the thing was still on my head. I, you know, but, yeah, you're like, what the fuck, right? Yeah. But then when you take it off, it's like, Jesus, what the fuck? Well, I mean, listen, it's like, you know, what can we do? We're at the mercy of I, I know. the powers I, that I know. be. 
I know, but do you not see how that's a problem? Do yeah, you not see totally. like? Do you not what, see I'm how saying, like? What can I do? Do you want me to go crazy and shoot no, up the local municipal? No, I, hey, listen, I, I'm not one to say like I'm not going to go into this place and just tell me to wear a mask. They tell me to wear a mask. I wear a mask because I want to go in. That's yeah. my choice. Yeah. If I didn't want to go in, I'll stay home and order shit to my house. But I, I, I don't live like that, and I never will. But it's like, if you're that scared. I mean, do you not have any faith in your immune system? Did you not have any, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, come on. Come well, on. I would think if you're, if you're that scared and you're that uh, at risk, you, with or without a mask, you probably should be staying home, right? At 100%. Yeah, so yeah. But like, but like okay, well, what I'm saying about the job sites, okay? Yeah. First of all, they're making me wear a mask for eight hours hard labor. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that's not right. It's not. Yeah, that's it's rough. Not I will say, right. that's, yeah, bro, do the same thing. I didn't think yeah. it was a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a fucking big deal, man. You're doing garbage dumps. You're, you're mixing concrete. I mean, yeah, you wear a mask. We to, used to, to wear a mask from... during the task, and then get right. some fresh air and breath in between. Right, now, right. Now correct. that we can't, we can't get the fresh air. If we go exactly. outside, you can't go to a deli at lunch, and then I know gotta, it's, it's, it's it's just so insane to me. It's it's fucking nuts. The whole like, bus it, ride to and from. I gotta wear a mask on the subway. Got it. Wear a mask. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, come on. And like, okay, so so you're checking temperatures. All right. I do that at every job I've been at so far to check temperatures. Okay, great, Richie. Right. So so okay, okay. Why not open a fucking venue? Mm -hmm. Check motherfuckers at the door. Hey, you listen. You got a fever. Yo, you're beat. You ain't coming in. all right, I, I didn't know I had a fever, uh, you know what I'm saying? Maybe whatever. And, and now you do. So now you're going home. Mm-hmm. Then who, who doesn't have a fever, you want to wear a mask in a place, wear a mask. You, I don't care if there's a thousand people and you're wearing a mask, but you, if, if you don't think that you're sick, well, why not have a venue open? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I, uh, I'm on a job at 1271, right? And uh, I, see, uh, I, see, uh, I see some guys from the scene on the job. But anyway, in the morning... Outside, there's a line of hundreds of guys waiting to get in here. And the process is so slow now because everybody has to check in and wow. take the temperature. But yeah. in the line, we're all standing for an hour, all right on top of each other, waiting to go in. <laughs> I know. And, it's, yeah. it's just, it, is, it just doesn't make sense, man. Now, is there anything about the mask you like? How about a mask on the subway? That's kind of I kind of like that. Yeah, there's some grimy motherfuckers on the subway, that, and, and you know what? I didn't, wear, I didn't mind wearing it. I didn't mind wearing it on the train. Whatever. I mean, people are yeah. sick. Yo, what, how many times did I look at somebody coughing right next to me? I'm like, yo, you out of your fucking mind? I, I should, I should bash you in your in, in your teeth. Yeah. But like, you know, what I'm saying you're coughing on people. Like, have some respect. But they don't care. And yeah. and some and listen, and, and and that's a proper way to do it. You're in an in enclosed place, whatever. But for if for a restaurant experience, like you walk in, you want to smell the place. Even if you go to a deli, you want to smell mm, it. When you go to yeah. a bakery, you want to smell that bread. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like what a mess. It's like, what am I even, you know, like, you know, am I enjoying this? No. It does, like, it does take away one of the key senses. Yeah. Now, how and about you, this? Uh, do you think masks work at all? Or do they help? I don't think so. Now, why would a, would a surgeon wear a mask then? Okay, I guess from from like uh, what's it called? If you're talking and you got an open wound and and saliva comes out of your mouth, you know what I mean? Okay. As you're talking, you know I think that's a proper 
place to wear one, if anything, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. like, again, how, how, how long could a surgery be? I mean, some, you know, whatever could be long, but like usually normal, like two hours, whatever. Yeah. You're not going to wear it all I day. Wonder. I wonder. I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't. Right. I, don't I, know. Wonder. I, don't, I don't I wonder know. about this stuff because you do get you could find equally qualified people on both sides to give you two completely different answers and then what are yeah, we left for to sure. do you know yeah for sure and, 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 and let I me go back to, to them, something you know? said though let me go back to you talked about that tour that you were able to do so we were lucky enough we were one of the few bands that had something this year at all yeah, and I guess it was, was it January or February? When did we no, go out? No, I think, oh, you know what? I could be wrong. It might've been January. Okay. So January that we did a, we did a tour All and right. then by March, everything was shut down. We had a busy year scheduled ahead of us, but so we were yeah. fortunate enough to get that out of the way, get a couple shows under our belt. before. So, so fortunate. So fortunate. Because without that, would you be even more? bummed out and depressed you have no idea you have no idea i mean I, I i i'm suffering from from depression then i'm like all right something's gotta be wrong i'm all fucked up uh i did some tests you know i had some thyroid issue and um you know oh, something physically you're saying yeah yeah i thought it was straight depression you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i'm like yo i don't feel right is it because i'm not seeing people is it because i'm i'm not playing drums as much is it is it do i have like uh because um, you are you a know, social creature. Yeah, man, 100%. Like a Chris Mavromanis, our guitar player, for example, he could, oh, sure he could go without human contact for years. <laughs> it wouldn't yeah, affect like a him. fucking cat. But you, you're, yeah. more of a, you're more of like a, uh, I don't know, like a cuddly poodle kind of social <laughs> interactor. What <laughs> the fuck is that? You need to be touched. You need to touch. You need to talk. You need to hear. You need to conversate. You need to smell, see. Feel. Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people like that, you know. And, yeah, um, definitely. And uh, you know, yeah. So, so I was getting real down, and and I'm still down deep down. I really am. I mean, like, I just miss a, a lot of shit about that. I, I just miss being on stage. I miss having something take over my my body in a way that, like, yo, I don't think about anything else. I don't think a fuck about politics or anything else outside, except what's going on in that in that fucking room which is why you're, while you're playing or while you're seeing music e either way either okay. way if i'm on yeah if, if i'm playing this that's 100 percent. i'm in the zone i i just want to see people go off and i, and I want to go off and uh i want to play as hard as i could just to fucking feel something and and, and um and i just yeah i just feel like I, I see a lot of people in our scene that are just like this and that which my opinion on this another person doesn't agree i'm like yo motherfucker uh, uh, months ago we were in the same room and nothing gave a fuck except the music like i miss hearing mayball on stage saying yo next song is lockdown i hear mm. I, I sick of it all next song is injustice system mm. uh terror next song is spit my rage and oh. i just want to fuck it yeah so I, I you know i don't give a fuck about anything else besides going off with people around me feeling the same vibes as this band is, is, is setting off right now and, and nothing outside this room matters. And, and I just miss that, man. I'm just so tired of, of hearing it everywhere. It's just fucking everywhere. You know? Now I ask every musician that's in a band when they come on, I say, if you had the opportunity to play a show right now, would you? Yes, man. Of course. Okay. 
Well, so a lot of, of people won't. A lot of people are thinking. Well, that, is it is it because people on the, on as fans or whatever saying like, um, oh, are they downplaying these bands because they they feel like it's a wrong move on on, on the band's behalf? I think when so I think when unsafe. the bands say they won't play, it is because they're scared of offending the the right percentage in the scene that are saying you shouldn't play during this right that's how i feel and that goes back to what i said yes i'm just asking for a real response if you want to play or not not if you want to satisfy the you know the critiques of certain people you know so but when did our music ever want to satisfy anyone like we always said fuck authority fuck politics and and like we don't have to talk about it because the lyrics talk about it enough so that's why we're all there didn't yeah. we always didn't we always like the fact that our music came from a place where these bands used to play in abandoned squats that were they legally shouldn't have been in in the first place that were dangerous right 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 and now all of a sudden we're scared to play a place because of danger oh man dude come, come on. on come on bro <laughs> fuck that Danger is, is going to a Scarhead show at CB's when you're fucking 13 years old. You know what I'm saying? That's, That's motherfucking danger. <laughs> yeah. And I just ran straight to the stage, not giving a fuck, you know, and because it made me feel like uh, I'm alive, you know, uh, and, and I don't feel like that anymore. Yeah, I, I really don't. You go to these places and, and we can even see our friends and it just doesn't feel the same. Like, oh, you're standing up, put on a mask. What? Uh, like, how about I just, I'm going in my pocket to get a fucking uh, money to pay you. Yeah. Like, why do I have to? Who the fuck are you? That's, you know, and, and, but it's wrong though because these places are getting banged for ten thousand dollars are fine. I know. Like ten thousand dollars. Like where did you get that number from? Like well, I think it's it, it's a lot stricter in New York than in, in here in PA. PA. I'm sure. Yeah. On day one, people were just kind of like, ah, we don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, it yeah. is what it is. And uh, local local law enforcement where I live said we won't enforce any any restrictions. You know, yeah. if if other federal employees come around to do it, that's on them. But the local people won't do it. Yeah, that was kind of a cool and, thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I mean, it goes back to like, like, listen, if you're a responsible person, which a lot of people are not, I'm not even calling myself one. But I mean, you could, you could, if you're sick, when did you ever go around other people except maybe you fought, you you sucked it sucked it up at work and you wanted to you know get the day and and just you know you yeah. you work through it, but. You know, you're not going to go into a place if, you, if, if your body's not even working right. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you'd rather stay home, you know? So yeah. I just feel like I just feel like if you're that sick or if that's scared, stay the fuck home. It, there's other people that want to enjoy their life and, and, and continue these things that they were so in love with or, 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 or you know, needed. Uh, you know, some people need it. I, 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 I'll tell you, I need to go on tour. I really do. I crack when I don't. You know, you sometimes, know, though, we go on tour and you're all miserable and sometimes you're a lot of fun. Which one is it? Uh, maybe because you guys make me miserable. I don't think I, but as soon as I hit the stage, you know, anybody I, particular in the band that makes you miserable. Could we point out anybody? Could we talk about that? <laughs> oh man, bro. Everyone at certain times makes somebody miserable. Yeah? Who's the most easygoing guy in the band? Um, I, I, I used to think you, I thought of baboon hundred percent. No, but baboon is easygoing, but he will never, step out of his comfort zone oh yeah he's very boring which he's which boring. i definitely take people into <laughs> into that so yeah. um yeah you know you and joe really you know yeah yeah it's it's, it's easy it's easy band. you've been in a lot of bands it's an easy band to be in our yeah band. yeah for sure Just and i miss little. it man I, I miss it uh you know i miss all you guys and i miss um 
you know, I, you know, I also miss writing, and we were we were full steam ahead at some point, and then um, you know whatever happened, we slowed down. But um, you know, I go back and I listen to some songs we have going, and it's like, damn, bro, mm, a lot of stuff is going to waste. That's for sure. Yeah, so, so you know, it's hard though because uh, you know, if you're a musician, you're an artist. If you're an artist, you need to create, and if you need to create, then you want to be able to show your creation. Right. Right. And at our point in this band, the so-called creations called songs, when they don't get to be shown, it gets very frustrating. You know, it's like, we don't yeah. want to sit on a song forever. It's like, fuck it, throw it away. Yeah. Right. Move on, make another one. Yeah. But uh, that one goes to waste. Can you talk about <laughs> this great fun tour you, 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 you mentioned you were on? Oh, I can talk about it all night and day. Because so if things. I remember, you won an award on that tour. Talk about the award. Dude, that might have been like the only thing I ever won or got <laughs> framed and gave to me by by people that meant more to me than a, a teacher ever would. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> yeah, man. It, I, 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 uh, Did you really not body, know that was coming? Did you not know that award? Oh, uh, not, not, not even like a slightest idea. So, like... Wow. So like so many emotions came over my fucking body, bro. So like I was laughing, shocked, crying, uh, psyched. Uh, just wanted to show my appreciation, you know, because um, hey, listen, it, it, it could be stupid to somebody, but for me, it was everything, you know, at that at that moment. So, mm -hmm. uh, and, and I'm on a tour with dudes that, you know, so called got me into this, really, or or, or I got introduced to at a young age, and um. You know, I went whatever route I did, but I mean, as far as um, getting introduced to this music, like Siv and everybody, um, I couldn't believe I'm on the road with these people. And, and, and it goes all, every tour over and over again. Like, I, I just get shocked that I'm even involved in people that I looked up to my whole life and, and um, respected their music and, and, and craft. And, uh, you know, now we could talk at the same table and, and share the same stages. It's, it's just mind blowing to me. And um, I will always be grateful for moments like that, you know? For those that don't know, this tour that happened in, in January or February, whatever, we can't really remember, it was headlined by Gorilla Biscuits, and right underneath Gorilla Biscuits was Agnostic Front. Oh, gosh. Right there, you have some key influences <laughs> yeah, for a New York kid like Luke Rota. Yeah. And these guys team up together and they're talking in the shadows and they're scheming and playing <laughs> and they're, they're slowly they're mainly uh sieve stigma with the help from an other couple of artists here and there to help create the whole the whole award because it was which wow which, yeah and sorry to, to, to interrupt but like dude we met so many new friends oh i met so many new friends and and, mm -hmm. and you're, you're always gonna meet somebody new uh or that you wanted to be around and never got a chance. And now you got a chance. Like I, I sat down with Walter and like, just talked about life and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? This is crazy. And then, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, a boy, Danny, um, Dan Smith. What a great dude, you know, what a, and, guy, um, what a guy, what a guy. And it's just like, dude, there's so many other. And usually I don't like dudes that are as feminine as he is, but he's a very good dude. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say that for is you come on <laughs> i'm teasing i'm teasing you know but um and dan yeah, so was a sorry, key yeah, guy so. in in developing this uh what do you call a oh, certificate yeah. so the award was set yeah, up like, like a, a plaque certificate. yeah it looks like a diploma <laughs> i have it hanging in my house bro 
I forget the key words, what the award was for, but it was basically for the best person on the tour. And these guys, well, I think it was like a morale it. thing. Yeah. Like I said, uh, it says like screaming, eating, drinking, uh, uh, something morale booster. Yeah. All time. Yeah. All time. It was and great, I, man. I what thought a Luke time. knew it was coming. I thought he knew it was coming because sometimes they were talking about it and developing it right in front of you at the same time. Oh, I'm shy, dude. Yeah. And you didn't even know. And like, no, nah, not know. a clue. So no when way. they, it, it was, I think, was it in Oberhausen? Germany? Oh, uh, I can't remember the venue or, or place, but um, it was definitely d during uh, their set. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, I thought they were going to just bring me out to sing a song. And I'm like, all right. And then it got it got presented to me by Stigma and Siv. And it's just like, what? Wow, man. Incredible. Luke shed a tear. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and how is it? You're the drummer of a, of a band. You're the drummer of Wisdom and Chains. But yeah. yet, you are the guest vocalist <laughs> so many bands live that it's, it's it's incredible to watch like how did this roll how did you get get thrown into this role i do i don't know vocal for agnostic front for madball for terror for h2o yeah for, so great who who am i missing so many sick bands. of it all sick of it sick all, of it I all. Sang, uh, rat pack yeah one one tour that was another great and tour. i don't mean he like, they 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 hold the mic in front of him i he becomes the front man <laughs> for a song throughout the, the set with all of these bands i just don't even think man it's just so fun and it just takes me over i suck anyways but i just go for uh -huh. it you now I wouldn't say that. I think you do a good job. I've been watching. Yeah. I took some videos. <laughs> there was one time we did a tour with Terror, and Luke sang. What song did you sing every night with Terror? Spit My Rage, I think. Spit My Rage is the song. Yeah, and I sang Isaac's part. The final show, the biggest oh, was so crowd in the biggest festival we did of that tour, and Luke, before earlier in the day, you lost your credit card, correct? Yeah, man. And I just, so he I lost his credit card and he's running around miserable, talking on the phone, trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, I couldn't get them on the fucking phone. I had no Wi Fi. So I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but you a know? very, his song is coming up and Scott is looking to his left, the song before. Looking to his right, the song. Where's Luke? Uh, Mouthing the words. <laughs> Where's Luke? Where's Luke? And guess who had to step in and save the day? I don't believe it, man. You should have saw it. I was great. The crowd couldn't believe it. The crowd was going nuttier than the whole thing. Uh, I did that makes me really so bitter sometimes, man. I, yeah, I'm sure you I did. Really you know, like, did you sing in the crowd? Did you go in the crowd? I went into the crowd, like into and the middle of the crowd. You told me that. I think you're fucking bullshit. I went man. running off the stage, stage diving, backflip into the crowd. Come were, on. Some people were groping me. But I went in there. <laughs> they floated me to the middle. They were praising me. It was Richie, it was a great come on. Time. I'm telling you. I just got to be Richie, bro, forget it. I, I have to fight and pull teeth to get you to fucking slam your feet. I'm in very bad shape. One wrong. What is up? What, what is up with our stage presence? What do you think? Uh, I always have beef with that, right? Uh, well, I wouldn't say we're a band known for good stage presence. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> but I mean, listen, a lot of my favorite bands don't really have good stage presence. Yeah, right? I know. I know. I just feel like if I'm in, a, if I'm a front man doing anything, man, I'm just raging. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, Joe does pretty good. I mean, he's not. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a bigger guy, so he can't go too crazy. He had no wind left. He couldn't sing the song. No. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't yeah. say him. Um, you know. And, uh, you know, uh, 
Evan does good. He moves around a little bit. He just looks very old and un- uncomfortable, you know, but he moves around. <laughs> totally. Oh, man. Chris looks I have like, one you know, video. I know. Well, well, I was just going to say I have one video that I kind of, I think I did post, which um, Martin from, um, oh, man, where's he from, Richie? Uh, the creator uh, uh, of Wisdom and Chains, Martin. Um, oh, okay. Martin. From Holland, yeah. Oh, Holland. Okay, okay. So he came to the show, and he had got a video of us uh, playing um, Liar. Uh-huh. And uh, and Mav does a fucking jump in front of me, oh. which is captured on video. <laughs> so, like, I couldn't even talk shit anymore because, like, hey. I guess, he, yeah, maybe I don't look up as much. You know, Mav, Mav always takes a good picture. When I see pictures of Mav playing yeah, guitar, yeah. it looks good. And he's, but not he's, when he has his glasses on. No, nah, when he has his like stupid pants. Kid. Yeah, he's got, he doesn't got much style. We, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. But, uh, Mav's a good. He's a nice guy. He's a good guitar player. He's very good. But uh, it is, you know, we're not... Listen, we're lacking when it comes to to a lot of aspects of being in a band. We don't, there's a lot of points that we're not too good at. And live uh, live visual performance could probably be. <laughs> but uh, oh, I'm good. not a jumping around kind of guy, you know. I know, yeah, but I get, I get psyched when you come over and and smash your fucking foot into the stage. I like to do backups. I like to uh, yell. <laughs> yeah, you're good at backups, man. Yeah, backups are fun, but. No. When, it, when it comes to like jumping around and shit yo one wrong move and i'm done i feel my knees my back <laughs> my last and leg. that's that yeah. yeah forget it but that was a fun tour so many good bands and who knew it would be at least the last thing we did in all i know so fucking crazy you gotta you gotta just go through life one day at a time because who the fuck knows man yeah you know? 20 in all of 2020 that's that's all that we did. And a lot of yep. bands didn't even get to do that. So now you mentioned some key bands that you sang for that you, uh, you know, live, you had the pleasure of, of doing parts with, if you could have, what do you call that mountain again? Cause I fucked it up before Mount St. Helens. Oh, Mount, uh, I heard these podcasts, uh, Rushmore, Route Mount Rushmore. If you could have a Mount Rushmore of bands, who would be on it? Of the whole bands? Of bands, like the, you could have, you know, Rob well, Richie, there's only five fucking people on it. I think or four. Yeah. I don't even. Know. I'm not saying every guy in the band. <laughs> one guy is one band. One guy is another band. That's what I'm. T- All right. Um. What is it? Four or yeah. five? I don't even know. Pick five. Five Damn, bands. Damn. Come on. Okay. Man. Okay, so five. So hold on. Wow, this is a big deal for Luke. Yeah. So I see because I would even put Jimmy G up there, man. Murphy Law. Uh, yeah, same individual people. This isn't the Mount. Rushmore okay, okay. Um, this is Mount Rushmore of bands. Okay, Madball. Beautiful. Can't argue yeah, with that. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Um, I had to go sick of it all. Can't argue. It's a very strong choice. Damn. Even though I think Rushmore is four, you got three spots left. Three spots left? Yeah. Well, that's, I, that, that'll be five then, you mama. Yeah, I think Rushmore is four, but we, in the beginning, <laughs> I said, I'll give you five. That's what I'm saying. All right. So what I say, Mayball, sick, um, sick of it all. I got to put Scotty V and the fellas up there. It's a no-brainer if you ask me. Yeah. 
Um, terror, terror um, for those who don't know. Yeah, terror. Okay. Um, AF because that's just respect, you know, mm -hmm. straight up. Okay. And um, they've been doing this. Uh, so you, you got Madball, sick of it all, terror, agnostic front, and the last <sighs> but not least. <laughs> oh man. Madball, Terror, Sick of It All, AF. Oh, shit. Man. Does it have to be hardcore? For this particular question, yes. I, I would go, I would, I would have to go, um, damn, there's so many. I, 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 did, I just have to go, being from where I came from, I, I would have to go Murphy's Law. There you go. Now, out of those five, you said Madball, Sick of It All, Terror, Agnostic Front, Murphy's Law. Now, out of those five, you're going to be thrown on a desert island with electricity to play CDs, and you're allowed the discography, the complete discography of one of those five bands. Who do you pick? Madball. Wow, beautiful. Without a beautiful. doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, I'd say the Madball catalog is uh oh, dude. is the strongest. And everyone says like uh, uh I don't know. For me it's different, man. I I I don't know. I I like um I guess there's songs you could skip, but I I go I go full on through through and through every record is just it just um you know, in a way shape shaped uh you could you could take madball and and um dude how, how many so so how many different drummers that just fucking kill on madball records mm. that that i look up to right you yeah. have always have that so for me that's a big deal right different drumming styles and they all and they're all fucking mm. see i didn't think of that yeah for you as a drummer yeah, the guy so, who likes to listen to drums, you have now right. you have like a, a, an options of styles all, yes. all strong within Shepler, yes, yeah, Shepler, uh, Darren, Riggs. Uh, I'm talking uh, Mike, Mike, Mikey J. Yo, I mean, animals. Um, okay, listen, listen. Now, another question. So, out of all of the mad ball drummers, <laughs> that's hard, man. I if, like them if, all. It's so, okay, so, if, so your, if your skill set tomorrow was erased. Your, complete, right. your style is erased and someone in the hospital you had a weird accident at work you were hitting the head <laughs> you forgot this you forgot how to play drums now a doctor from from japan comes and he puts a computer in front of you and he says i'm going to download Damn. the skills <laughs> of one of these drummers into you which one from madball do you choose fuck ah <sighs> And I don't want to sound like a racist because I said Japan because we could also have the scientists be from China or maybe uh, Indonesia, <laughs> Thailand. Or Williamsburg. Like uh, yeah, you know, a lot of Jewish doctors out there. Oh, whoa, whoa. Come on. They don't play drums. Um, damn, Richie. Uh, I don't know. I mean, some people might. I don't know. I, I look up to the, all of them and I, and I have conversations with all of them. Um, man. Now this is for your own drummer, so this drummer's their skills are going to be put inside of you after yours were erased. So you might want to pick the guy you think you, you think your style fits in with most, unless you want to go totally different. I don't know, but I'm just just saying. One guy, man, 
man, dude. <laughs> uh, you, you know this is fucked, right? It's a tough question. But listen, yeah, you can't this, lose. This, can you lose? You can't lose. No, can't no, lose. no, 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 100%. Uh, but I'm, I'm trying to think of diversity, too, because, like, mm -hmm. oh, man, dude. Uh, so, I mean, if you say diversity, my mind goes to a certain guy. Just only because I know more of his, his possibilities because he spent time in a lot of other outfits. You know what I mean? I think I would have to go Riggs. That was what I was thinking. I think I would have to go Riggs. Um, I do want to go Darren, and I also want to go Shepler. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you can't, you know? though. And, and, yep. and, like, Mike, and Mike is so fucking solid, and, and he has these little things that he does that maybe no one notices, but I do. But, like, every one of them do. You know what I'm saying? So, like. Mike is awesome. Uh, Oh, dude, he's so You can't good. go wrong. And, um, you can't go you wrong. You can't go wrong. No, but, you cannot go wrong. It just breaks my heart because, like. You didn't want to pick. You don't want to pick. I don't want to pick, man. But that's I think why I, take, I was I take thinking. A lot from everyone. I was thinking you would go Riggs because Riggs has, you heard a lot of his other bands, you know. Oh, so for sure, dude. You heard yeah, his stuff sure. with uh, Scarhead or you heard his stuff with Ragman. Yeah, Ragman, Rag though. Yeah, the, uh, you know, it's just, yeah, you kind of. Uh, you could see how he fits in with other bands, different style of riffs, not just the yeah, yeah. Madball style, but uh, yeah, maybe Riggs is not the most <clears throat> skillful as far as uh, textbook drumming out of that group. Yeah, I would say that maybe Mike is, but Riggs. I is, would say so. It, would say Riggs so. is very diverse and very strong. But so is Mike, I think too. One hundred percent. They all. Yeah, they, there's you know? no weak drummer in the mix. There's no. Yeah. Weak, yeah. But Darren, I mean, oh man, just that, just that, that maximum penalty record alone, <laughs> and yeah, even like yeah. hold, hold it down, and uh, oh man, hold it down, dude. All right, since this drums. is going, this, since this is going complete madball route, <laughs> now you got to. Oh, uh, you knew it was gonna go. Now I'm gonna take ball. take that option I gave you to put you on an island with the complete discography of one of those yeah. bands, and now I'm gonna say out of that discography, one release from Madball. Fuck. Okay, so from lyrics, from riff to drums and bass alone, I think I would definitely. And every, I hate to say this because everyone I think says it because I love so many other records too for different things. But I, I, if I was stuck with, and it's a short record too, so like, but but hold it down without a doubt. Yeah, there's a special kind of rawness with Hold It Down, isn't there? Like, I know. And then I heard Freddie on a podcast and said, like, and it was so shocking because he was like, yo, I didn't like any lyric. Uh, I didn't like how it sounded on any records until Hold It Down. So, like. Oh, and he said that on this very podcast, by the way. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I was like, oh, shit. Because, like, because, like, obviously, Set It Off was like, fuck, dude. I mean, how could you, like, when I hear the intro of Lockdown, I, I look around me, but I, all I see is I don't know what. <laughs> something's going to happen, and I just got to get to that mic and just scream every fucking lyric. Yeah. And just the drums and guitar alone with the ring out, it, it's just perfect. It's just Set it off may be the greatest debut album from any band within our Yeah, team. dude. And I New York City? New York City? Come on, dude. Well, I always, I always put the Judge's album up there for the great oh, day judge is hard yeah hard like that as, hard. A, as an album as a full length theirs was also great but i don't know if it's to the standard of 
set it off. You know, that's set it yeah. off became. And shout out to Sammy too. Sammy Sigler. I, I looked up to him uh, a long time when I was growing up, you know, no, very good drummer. And is uh, it true that you almost bought his drum set? Uh, 100% true. And, and it broke my heart that I couldn't because I didn't have enough. You know, you figured he'd give you a little break on it. Stingy bastard. No, I talked about it. I think oh. with him and, uh, and I think, I think, uh, and I don't even think it was the drum set that I was thinking that he, it was on that set, uh, set your goals record. And I think there was a lot to do with production on it too. Mm. But, um, those drums sound sick. Now you're a key New York guy. You are New York through and through. And yeah, I don't know if I'm a key New York guy, key. but yeah. Because, because of your age, I'll through. say you're key because there's very few your age that are as active as you. You got stuck in a band that wasn't a New York hardcore band, so that's I feel sorry for you there. But you are a key New York personality especially because of your age group you're younger than the typical new york hardcore guys yeah yeah i mean but now do you see a future for new york hardcore outside of the key iconic bands still releasing albums do you see a future for your new york um yeah i always will only because i don't know i mean i don't know if i'm a key member then it ain't going nowhere but um I see band. I mean, there's always dope bands that I love from New York. Well, still, would, um, would you throw the young? Because Long Island has young, great bands. Yeah, dude, hard bands from Long now, Island. But like, do you what's call young, them? You know? Are they New York hardcore bands? Yeah, you can't take that away from them because they're New York, and, and and you know they they we we work in the city, we live in the city, we've been we've been raging in the city, and they play uh, New York hardcore style. But I mean. Is Long Island considered New York to me? No. As but far as like, but you'll take their bands and say New York hardcore for the Long yeah, Island. Bands. Yeah, yeah. Well, then sure. I think if that's the case, then New York. I mean, is there a Long Island? Yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely in good shape. But um, um, is it going to sound like it did back then? For, from from being on those streets, like no. I mean, definitely times are different. But I think some of us still got raised. Like that. I mean, I'm. I, I, I sure um, went through um, the street thing, and uh, and and like I said, was going down there on my own and with friends on a train and hopping on, skipping school, skipping whatever. But but um, it was definitely different different vibes. You and know? you were from. But they're a, still, you, know, you were from a uh, uh, a borough that wasn't really known for hardcore as much as the other boroughs. You're being yeah, for Bronx. sure. Yeah, for sure. So from the Bronx, could you school us and tell us who some key bands were from the Bronx that maybe we're not familiar with? District 9. Yeah, the classic. You know, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Um, you know, I was talking to Puerto Rican Mike uh, two days ago. Were you? Yeah. How's he doing? I think I, 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 he hit me up too, uh, not too long ago. He's doing good now. Yeah, he checks in once in a while. You know, I love that. I love that dude. And... um. Yeah. I love his music in the band. I think he's one but, of the best vocalists to come out. Just strictly his tone of voice and oh, the possibilities dope. that the, the, the range his voice could, could capture. It's very good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And a unique style musically for that band. District 9 is dope. Who else from yeah. the Bronx? Um, you had a band called Condition from the Bronx. Oh, I never heard of that one. Yeah, they used to be. They, yeah, I was into them. Um, who else from the Bronx? 
you know, like like back then, there Just wasn't in general, anything because you, you yeah. know, anything, anything. I mean, my band was from the fucking Bronx, two for five, you know, two for five. Yeah, I mean, I started in that band when I was thirteen. I I, I released um, a CD or EP. I don't know what we called it because we never got like. Uh, it was never like on a label. I don't think we released it ourselves, and we recorded in Purchase uh, in SUNY Purchase College. Nice. And um, yeah, I was thirteen on that, and then um, but like then again, you got you got to think about like uh, I'm, you know my first real bands. I was with Roger, and then I went from Roger to Stigma. So like those are that, that right there. In Roger's band. Yeah, you know which, it wasn't like one? my style, but uh, the disasters. Okay, not the alligators. No, I love the alligators, though. Love the alligators. So you were in the disasters, the original disasters? No, no. I came and I, I was on one record. I think that was the third record they released. And you were in Murphy's Law for a time, right? Yeah, but I never I never was on a record with them. But yeah, I was with Jimmy um, for, for a bit, to be honest. We did some uh, long tours and fun tours, yeah. And that was my first time I went to Japan. And you're still in Stigma, right? Yes, yes, yes. And the, the Stigma the Band. Stigma and band. Was, so, yeah, so the Stigma Band, we recorded, I think that was like about maybe 19, because we recorded it like three years before it even got released. So, you know, mm. and I was learning, I was still learning then. Yeah. Wow. So you were in a band with Roger, Vinny, and Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like three you know, of the forefathers of, <laughs> of the, the, the legendary New York hardcore scene that would, would birth a movement around the planet. Yeah. I will give my thanks to them, uh, forever. And then, um, and then I went to play in some bands like with Jimmy Coletti and, and loved and hated. That was a fucking, um, you know, one of the dope bands that I, I liked. And, uh, I mean, it was a disaster, but it was good. <laughs> Love you, Jimmy. Well, well, it was rough to play or what? What do you mean? Um, yeah, it's just, you know, you know, you know, it was just a you know different kind of band. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> nuts. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so you know, you know, I don't know. I feel blessed to be in all these kind of bands, and um, now how come I was always going? You never took your shot in Madball when they needed a drummer. How come? Oh, uh, dude, forget it. I would never make it. How come Agnostic Front you didn't take it? Get it? You actually I did take a shot. Yeah, I you took auditioned a shot. for Agnostic Front. True or false? <laughs> I killed it, man. I thought I killed it the first time. And then, um, and who then, was uh, the judge? Who was the judge? Um, I mean, I, I I went and Stigma was there. Everyone was there. Uh, Gallo and Joe, but I think Joe was the judge at that point. So Joe, that and he's not even in the down. band no more. And he was the judge. Yeah. I, I was never really a double bass player, so like I I I, ki I killed the eliminator on on like a fucking spur of the moment thing, and then the next time I came back to reassure them, um, I choked. So it was that was a done deal. Yeah, but I killed everything else. You know, that'd be nice. I'd like to see you in a band like that. It's too bad. Uh, of course, man. Of course, I would too. Maybe. And at the time, I could have done it. You know, I didn't really have a, a steady, good job, and uh, I was—I just wanted to be on the road back then. I didn't want to do anything else. You know, now that you to... are, for those that don't know, Luke is in Local Seventy Nine, probably the strongest, uh, largest union in New York City. Yeah. Uh, if you were given opportunity now to tour for a living, play for a living, would you leave Local Seventy Nine to do it? Oh, I would because I would never leave the union. You know, I, I would just probably lose my spot with my company 
And um, but fuck that, dude. I'm I'm going. So you would just pay your dues, keep your membership, yeah. and yeah. hit the road, and hope for the best. Yeah, bro. You know who else has you know? If I'm blessed to have an opportunity like that, who else could say they even did that? You know. Mm, I like that. Kid got to get You know, and, and yeah, and half the people around us that, that are not into music don't know the things that we see or or blessed to see because of music. And uh I feel like that would never change um for people like us, you know, like uh some people never leave where they're from, you know. Mhm. And now, like growing, uh, there was up the in the Bronx, do you have like a group of friends that are basically homebodies and they don't know too much outside of the Bronx? Um, I wouldn't say that. I, I'm sure they know, you know, I, I wouldn't say they're, they're dead to the world, you know, as far as um, being on top of shit, but they never toured the world like I did, you know? Yeah. And I wish they did, you know, I wish, I wish, everyone, I wish I could take them all with me, you know, but, um, you know, I think a lot out. of people wouldn't like it. Like a lot of people, like, no, no, you're right. I, I wish I could do that. And, and I know inside <laughs> you would yeah. hate it. Like you had to, yeah, days, you'd, be like, you'd be over that shit. Oh, forget it, dude. Imagine the, the oh, forget it, the vans yeah. and then, you know, showering wherever you could. Or just uh, a nine hour drive. They'd be like, oh, yeah, it's fuck. over. Nine hours. So it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Yeah. I went on a plane over this weekend. I went away. Oh, I hate flying, man. Ugh. Flying always makes me mad. So how was that like? How was that like? So so they say, now they're saying it's 99% chance that you cannot even get affected or infected or whatever from people, excuse me, on the plane around you. Really? By wearing a mask. Yeah. That's what they're saying. You can't? No, nope, you cannot. They even saying even if a guy is in your space right next to you, sitting down, and you're wearing a mask, it's it's almost ninety nine percent that you're not going to get anything. Oh, well, good. That's good. I just didn't like flying because I hate you know having to sit there for so long. Yeah, I'm a little jittery. You know what I mean. You went to Japan, right, Rich? Years ago, yeah. That yeah, was that was a, a fucking like <laughs> yeah. So my first time flying there was whatever. With the, the I was ready for the eighteen hours, whatever. I was stoked because just to go. So um, but but there was a festival. I'm not even gonna say the festival because it was a it was a fucked up thing. But um, uh, there was a festival that all these New York bands were on. Mm -hmm. So on the same flight going there, I had Murphy's Law. You know, we had Jimmy. Then Manball was on it. Then um, Sick of It All, I think, was on it. Um, uh, Bouncing Souls, Hazen Street, you know what I'm saying? So all these dudes are on the plane, so we were just fucking partying on the way there, you know what I'm saying? Just hanging out. And uh, it made it go quick, you know? Hazen Street? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, that's dope. I love Hazen Street. Yeah. Me too, bro. What a fucking great record. Yeah, when I did Japan, it was like a long, long time ago, and uh, I didn't mind flying as much back then, but you know more recently it's just I'm, I'm over like flying i hate flying yeah for sure but you know it is what it is but what a great uh experience man and um i met some great people and um shout out to uzi uzi one from aggressive dogs they uh they really um you know took care of us and took care of me what a guy that uzi what a guy oh uh, he's great bro now here you are 2020 <laughs> you don't know the future of music Nah, it's a shame. But what will it take, do you think, for how long can the hardcore scene sit by idly without being defiant? Like, how long do you think until they say, 
it's almost unanimous that people within the scene and the scene and the band say fuck it we're playing music one way or another underground prohibition style with or without permission could we get mm. to that point or is the scene politically too divided to ever be like that now i don't know man i hope we do i hope we do it'll be dope um i would I, I there's a part of me that says maybe do you think that bands would say fuck it and it's over you know what i mean or i would say personally if they say okay live music is back but it needs to be social distancing of course there's no moshing or stage diving everyone and uh you have to wear a mask and you everybody stands in these circles i mean i wouldn't even bother playing under those conditions not this kind of music you know what i mean yeah yeah this music is very um without interaction without yeah, the interaction what's the point like i, I had shows I saw shows when if a friend of mine does like a metal band and right. the crowd is just like standing there. Maybe one guy's shaking his head. <laughs> dudes like when they're done playing, they're like so psyched. Like, yo, that was a killer show. Awesome. Oh, wow. They feel like great. But There's those it, I think of are bands that, that are folk that, that say like, uh, yo, we, we played really good. So well, no, they, really they're just not played. used to what we're used to in the scene. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If, that, if that same thing happened to them, they'd be like, wow, that was like some next level shit. But a normal band is happy with people just looking in their direction. Like that's, they're happy. Everybody's looking at us and it's, they All clapped right. after we played. Like that was a great show. But with our music, that's, it's almost like a failure. Like if the people, yeah, yeah you want you want them to yeah you want them to fucking rage and just forget about everything and just yeah. go off go off on on songs that you love to play and and, and love to go off to too so yeah i mean it, it will definitely suck definitely that's, suck. Yeah, like, that's what i'm saying could our people like in our in our circle like close circle like would they would they even listen to people saying that unless there's this cops coming in with riot gear shutting it down saying oh my god you're, you're you're starting to be a little too active i'm gonna start hitting yeah. you with fucking but that would well, then, be an all-out war you know but then if not if the people bugged out then the police would never do that kind of show again you know yeah if they get in trouble i mean yeah it's just fucking I don't that's know what i'm coming. saying yeah, there is a show at pa coming. this weekend though there's a or maybe it's new jersey there's an outdoor show and uh it's you know hardcore show and there's been some underground hardcore shows throughout PA where people are showing up on the sneak, but they don't advertise them the quite the way you you should. So it's hard right. to get bands that need money in order to make the trip and and to survive. You yeah, know, it's hard, but, man. There's so many of our friends that that did this for a profession and a living. You know, so yeah, I really feel for them. I really do, and and it really makes me sad inside to see them suffer because like. Because you're already at a disadvantage playing this kind of music. It's already yeah, hard enough. Yeah, yeah. Because media, media outlets, you know, I'm not even talking mainstream. They just don't take the genre as serious as they no. do the other forms of music. So you're already at a disadvantage just by playing this kind of music. But still, some of the people we know still manage to make a living off of this. despite yeah. And then through no fault of their own, yeah, the whole thing was ripped right out from underneath them. It's a very fucked up time. Very fucked up time. Yeah, I'm not feeling it, man. I'm really, I'm, it's just sickening, really. Mm. You know, I, I really feel like that. And um, ah, man, uh, you know, what, what, what could I do to make it? You know, uh, back you know what to I normal. try to do? I try to buy merch, a lot of merch lately. Oh, I, I, I for sure do, for sure. Yeah, I'm buying like 
T-shirts, yeah. hats. Yeah, know. and I, and I feel happy doing that, and uh, and uh, I really do. That that you know, and but it's still it's like, like a connection without the real authentic connection that we used to feel. And you get yeah. that in the mail, and you feel like a little something, you know, bring back. Yeah, for sure. Like taking like a little like like kind of you know a shot of heroin, but it's like real watered down. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and uh, ah, it's a little something to keep me going. Got the yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel you. I yeah. feel the same way. And it's like, all you got is your memories. And then when I start thinking about all the great times and like shows, I, 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 I start to, I feel like I need a, yeah, like, like, yeah, you're right. Like, I, I feel like I need a fucking fix. Like, cause like I start sweating. I mm-hmm. start like, uh, uh, you know, I get, uh, you know, I do get emo thinking about it cause it, it sucks. This mm-hmm. fucking life sucks without the shit that we love to do. You know what I'm saying? And, that goes for anything in life that you love to do that, that, that gets put to an end because it is. And it's like, are we really that into a point where like, why didn't we care about this much for everything else that happened? Like, you know, the common flu is a fucked up thing that everyone could pass around the, uh, uh, you know, you still got people getting cancer. You still got people, you know what I'm saying? Like, and and like how many of our friends and and family members, you, you know, can't enjoy the things they love and they get sick like that. And, and it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit, man. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, we can say that we never saw a reaction in our lifetimes like this to anything, to anything, to anything at all. So like what makes I mean, this, so, I lived in, so in the eighties as a kid when every day was potential nuclear war. And we talked about nuclear war with Russia all the yeah. time, but it never stopped anything, you know? Just wow. Yeah. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't get half of it. And I, and I really do blame these fucked up politicians and, and, and government. And, and, and I just fucking want to tell, shake some people and saying like, yo, wake the fuck up, man. Yeah. Just wake the fuck up. Like, is, is it that serious? Is it, I, is, and I'm not, and I'm not downplaying. It could be serious for sure. But I, I feel like other things are just as serious and, and you never cared this much about it. And like, controlled people this much about anything else in the, in, in the fucking world and how much bullshit well, is going what? on. You know, why I don't had, you uh, find people, why don't you find people $10,000 for dumping diapers on a fucking corner? Why don't you find, uh, you know, like there's other shit that's wrong with the world that I think that are affecting people's health that no one gives a fuck about. You know what? You I know? had the, uh, he said something interesting. I had the guy from the Bronx tale on the podcast. Right. And he said, I got to catch that. It, he, well, he said something interesting about the pandemic. He said, if the, if the media chose to do nothing but talk about car accidents 24 hours right. a day on every channel and how dangerous it is, dangerous it is to drive a car, For sure, would never get in a car again. Yeah, fuck yeah. Cold bananas and... Yeah, man. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, you know, the media does have the potential to... Yeah, 100%. directions. 100%. I mean, there's not a politician in, in locally, state, federally that played this thing right or didn't take advantage of this thing in their own way. Or It's very sad. 100%. Everybody it's very sad. Everybody booted. Everybody. Yeah, man. And it's just like, when, when, when do they get to decide when this is over? What, what, what's going to just snap out of it and say, okay, life is normal. I don't see it. I don't see that happening. And I think it's bullshit because of how far they push this, you know what I'm saying? And, th- and they just only can c- continue to push wherever fuck direction. And people are sucking it up and eating it up. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah. yo, wake the fuck up, man. You know, and, and I'm not downplaying it. I, 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 being sick is terrible for a lot of people. And, and some people get worse than others. And it's just like, 
you got to do the proper things to yeah. make you being make yourself, sick is terrible, and we should try yeah. to protect each other. But also, not living life is also terrible. Like one hundred percent. What really is the point of protecting a potential sickness if you're sacrificing your your livelihood or your own enjoyment? Or yeah, just, dude. How many people are out of their business? Life. Yeah, like okay, yeah, it's fucking basically. Terrible. You could make sure I don't get sick at the expense of having a satisfying life. I'd rather have the possibility of getting sick, perhaps. I don't know. You know? Yeah, see, I, I, I'll roll the dice any day with that. Like, like, put me in a room full of people like me and that, that enjoy the same thing and, and put me in a room to, to, to sweat and, and to fucking play music and, and I'll take that chance. If you don't want to take that chance... More than welcome to stay home and watch it from your TV if that's a possibility. You know what I'm saying? That that that's that's where I'm at. And are you a proud boy Nazi by any chance? <laughs> see, I don't even know what that is, man. <laughs> I, I see that word and I see it here and there. And, I, and, and listen, Richie, I really don't watch TV. Much, no, I know man. you're not even into the politics because some of us in the band are really into politics. And when yeah. we talk about it, you're not even interested. No, I turn on a TV and I keep the Food Network on, and and I just keep you know those kind of shit on. And uh, all right, be, then before we go, let's talk about food. You and your great friend and a great supporter and kind soul, Tyke. You started, yeah, aka aka Pitmaster T. Yeah, it and his, his food <laughs> is great. And you guys, yeah, you took over. You took over a bar in the Bronx on Sundays, which got su- shut down already. Yep. So I, I think this we're gonna take oh. a break on this Sunday. Yeah, yeah, bro. It's fucking over bullshit. What? Coming in for, for people not not wearing masks outside or or, oh or, or, or bullshit. Yo, dude, how could you babysit people outside of, of your place? Yeah, I just, oh, I just so it makes me so fucking sick, man. So it's over. Oh, yeah, for this for this weekend, it's over. I mean, I think so. Um, but yeah, we've been doing. Uh, Tyke's been smoking meats, and um, we changed the menu here and there. People been coming, you know, local people been supporting him and us, and uh, I help him out because um, I love it, and uh, he's my brother. So whenever he needs me, I'm there. But um. Yeah, I, I've been enjoying that. You know, I've been trying to stay busy with shit like that, you know, and, and that makes me happy. But, uh, you know, the music is my number one. And um, Well, those you know, that don't depressing. know, these, these two guys were doing barbecue at, at a bar, uh, Alfie's in the Bronx on Sundays. And Luke was contributing uh, cornbread, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, your cornbread required a special ingredient that was brought to you by touring overseas yes man uh my brother my brother bert uh uh, uh, my brother uh, road warrior bert and and um his brother we actually stayed at their mother's house and his house um as we were touring through um his uh his country and he um took us to his mother's house which was another great meal in my life that we were blessed to have yeah and uh, his brother's a beekeeper, has a farm in the back, and um, he blessed us with some honey. So I take that honey that I took home from that trip, and I, um, as soon as the cornbread comes out, I glaze that shit with that honey, and it's just... <laughs> it's a great idea. Uh, and, and listen, Bird, if you get a listen, man, hook me up. Get me, get me another batch. I'll give you whatever you need. Tell your brother I'm in need of some 100% organic honey. Now, did you Belgium. just use regular honey? Because I remember he had flavored honey, all different flavors. I don't think I got a flavor. I so think you the just flavor, got the basic, strong, organic. Honey. Yeah, dude, it's okay. it's just a flavor on its own. You know, like 
Now, can and I give then, you a, a little advice though? When you serve the bread, don't, don't wrap it, right? Don't wrap it because it's yeah, pulling off up. that beautiful top. Yep, yep. Amateur move. I don't know how I did that. I, I, I think I did that just to pump it out quicker yeah. instead of me like doing the, the uh, you know, because I, I pre-slice it and then I just serve it right out of the the, the pan, and that was I, I thought was holding it time against like you know making customers get their food quicker so i, I mm. fucked up on that but yeah i heard that a couple times and i and i didn't do it the next following week yeah good good and though people that don't know luke is an excellent cook excellent cook a food yeah, connoisseur yeah. Even that makes me eater. happy and <laughs> yeah, this sure. cornbread was among <laughs> the best cornbread i've ever had but i'd say our tykes barbecue he made a turkey and yeah, yeah man he so, kills it yeah it was he so, likes staying up all night yeah i was excited i was gonna come out because this last weekend i was in utah so i couldn't come i was excited yeah, but thank you this when sunday you did, i was yeah. gonna come out yeah man sucks <sighs> he just hit me up actually before we did this and he told you and, to uh, he yeah it was up in the air because we were just gonna set up outside and do it anyway that's yeah, why don't we go everyone. to somebody's house let's go to somebody's house and just do it yeah yeah i hear you i hear let's you do it saturday and, uh, somewhere. Let's do it. yeah that might be the next fucking step you know we'll talk about it Mm-hmm. I think he's doing um some Saturdays, uh, twelve hour days, and um, you know the job. You know it's hard to. He smokes all night, so he has the kids and shit. So we'll, we'll figure something out. No, he smokes the meat. I know. I'm teasing you, maniac. <laughs> right. Well, listen. Last week, our last podcast, we had uh, Mad Joe on to get a little update from him. Now we got a little update because I'm uh, getting so many emails. How's the rest of the guys? Blah blah blah. Because how we used to do this podcast. Joe was always there. Chris was always there. Evan yeah. could sit in at any time. Luke would sit in at any time. So they always knew what was up with the guys in the band. So the people needed to hear from Luke. They were begging. Yeah, yeah. Okay, is he still alive? Is he healthy? Does he <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm, I'm healthy. You know, I've been healthier. Um, you know, I've been watching what I've been eating a little bit. And uh, I've just been, you know, doing my thing and working and uh, doing as much as I can. But um, I, I, I just want to let everyone know, like, I, I miss everyone. And um stay safe never stop doing what you love and fuck everyone just uh this music is not for everyone but it's for us and um that's right you know and uh i i need you as much as uh, some might need us so um you know just just stay positive and um keep doing what we could do like fuck everyone you know that's it plain and simple all right lukey i'm gonna let you go do your thing appreciate it and i'll get with you man yeah good hearing from you and uh be safe i'll see you soon i homie peace Peace. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then, get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker! Who the fuck is this doing? This is Post America! You ain't shit, motherfucker!